Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way. Because I am running. I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. So... The Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. <laughs> okay. I want you to use ombudsman in a sentence next week. I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman of the Desperate Spike Podcast. You like apples? Welcome into another edition of the Just Press Play Podcast. Tonight, we have... Me, Kevin, along with LJ and Uncle Tony. What's, What's going on, fellas? What's up? We are uh, six, six weeks in, right? Six weeks in the NFL. Yep, sounds we right. Are. Baseball playoffs have started up. They're not only started yeah. up, they're like right in the thick of things. Thicker. I think we're going to touch on a little of that. We got a lot. We got a lot for the people. First, I, I, I need to start here with uh, I don't think the NFL is fixed, right? Okay. <laughs> and I don't think. The sports books really know stuff that we don't. I, I, obviously, they're smarter than we are. Right. You know, like when when we're betting on something, like I'm, I'm one of my go to lines sometimes. Like when a line doesn't make sense, I'm like, uh, and like I don't even know why I want to take the Colts over the te- the Chiefs, but something doesn't make sense <laughs> on why that line hasn't moved. They know something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if you guys saw this on Monday night. Well, I know LJ, you watched the game, unfortunately, Monday night. But the um <laughs> the Chargers are playing the Broncos, and on Monday morning, uh. DraftKings decided that they were, and this is no free advertisement because screw them because they want a lot of money, but DraftKings decided they were going to go, Justin Herbert, one passing touchdown or more is being boosted from negative 800 odds to plus 100 odds just for that night. Just for that night. They're pretty much saying, come make a DraftKings account, get free money, but we think you're going to be on our account long enough that you'll end up losing. Justin Herbert, not only did he not throw a touchdown pass in that game, Justin Herbert has thrown a passing touchdown in 36 of his 37 career starts <laughs> before Monday night, and he didn't throw one on Monday night. Better yet, I have this. Herbert attempted 57 passes in the game. That's the most ever in a winning effort without a passing touchdown. I don't know what voodoo stuff DraftKings knew because they tweeted that at like 10 a.m. That wasn't like something that they learned late. And you, if I, I was sitting there thinking, man, I wish DraftKings was available in Arkansas. I'd go ahead and cash in on that bet. And I don't know how. He, I, I just I feel I mean, for whoever is like me that thought, I don't want to throw a $500 prop bet on a Monday night game, but one touchdown, one, I'm, that's easy I'm money. I'm telling you, I get those boosted odds notifications all the time, and I will tell you for sure they are a scam. Every single time, if you could take the opposite, you should. They are always going to go. I mean, Pat McAfee is going to give you the wrong answer. Promise you. (laughs) I know that the Broncos defense is good and Sertan's good. And I I like them a lot. And we're going to get into Broncos. Don't you worry, LJ. But Uh, one touchdown, I would have been like, 
put my check on it. And I'm, thank God I don't have DraftKings. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but so let's, let's, let's go. NFL is not rigged that I know of, but, uh, let's, let's get in some tops. Let's break down week six. Let's recap this bad boy. Um, let's start here with this. Um, who, are we fair? Are we all on the same page saying that the, the Philadelphia Eagles at six and oh is the best team in the NFC? Do we want to, I mean, they have the best record. Are we fine with saying they're the best team? I think we can say that. Yeah. I'd struggle to find someone better. Yeah. Okay, well, you might you might also struggle to find someone just second best. Who is the second best team in the NFC? Because right now, outside of the NFC beast, best conference and fo- best division of football, yeah, obviously, clearly, clearly, there is just one team in the entire conference with a winning record, yep. and that is Mom. Shout out to Kirk Cousins, the Minnesota Vikings, <laughs> at five and one. But in parentheses here, Mom, don't listen to this part. I don't think they're a very strong five and one. <laughs> um, Tony, who's the second best team in the NFC? You know, I had to think about that, and um, so I, I, I don't know if we're gonna uh, are we gonna talk about this Eagles Cowboys game a little later in depth? Oh, sure. I mean, well, you can get into it, kind of get into it now if you want to. Well, that here's might be your second best team, and, and this is gonna go to my. So, I'm not fishing for a Cowboys yeah. in the second best team, although <laughs> well, I might think they are. But. Oh, sure. Well, here's what I was gonna say. So. Um, the Eagles scored, I think, 20 points in a row or 20 to three there in the second quarter. And right. only one of those scores uh, was without help from the Cowboys, two interceptions and a turnover on downs. And so I'd say, but for those two interceptions, uh, it would have been a seven to three game or seven to six game, I think, going into half. I, I may have just missed a, a stat there, but that game was a lot closer than the score led it to be. So if going by that, I think you could, you could, and it was at Philadelphia, I think you could say that the Cowboys should probably be considered the second best team in the NFC um, if, if, but for the fact they had two interceptions from their second string quarterback, which I think we can clearly say now Cooper Rush is still the second string quarterback. They probably have the better defense. Uh, it, uh, Philadelphia had the better offense on that night, but I think it should have been a lot closer than that. So I'd still say that the Cowboys are the second best team as of today. Now I think uh, the Sagarin ranking, Sagarin rankings on USA Today would tell you that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, are the uh, second best team, yeah, and probably the strongest team in the NFC based upon their rankings for scores uh, and strength of schedule. So um, well, I'd have the to Tampa go play the Buccaneers. Bucks. Tim Bay Buccaneers pissed me off this past weekend because they were in just about every single bet of mine. At least they I was sure like, would. they'll at least win, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to win. You would think. But, and I lost my survivor pool, but whatever. But I, I, that's at the, at the end. If I, who's the strongest now? Dallas. Who do I think is second strongest at the end of the season? Tampa Bay. Okay. Uh, by the way, the Eagles just throwing this out there. If, the Eagles are good playing all four quarters. Obviously, they're six and zero. But if the Eagles could just play the second quarter every week, I mean, they might be like the the, the best team ever because yeah. they've scored, according to NFL research on Twitter, Eagles have scored one hundred twelve points in the second quarter so far this year. That's the most points by any team in any quarter in the first six games of the season in NFL history. It's also more than eleven teams, including the Rams, Packers, and Cowboys, have total this year. That's oh what they've done in the second God. quarter. So impressive second quarters by them. Um, LJ, do we want to talk uh, Cowboys here, or do you? Who's the second best team in the I mean, It's the Niners. It's not the Cowboys. It's not the Cowboys, but it's okay. It's the Niners. Uh, there's a 
Do you want to elaborate or because Prestige I mean, Worldwide gave us gave us Cowboys and Niners were kind of his two A two B if I read right. Well, I'll give you the the reason that the Niners are the answer is that in a a weird conference where nothing seems to make sense and sometimes people lose to bad teams, uh, good defense is going to matter a lot in the long run. And the Niners, I think, have the best defense in the NFL right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just think that to be true. You could, you could say that about the Cowboys. I mean, I agree. No, I agree. And that's, you know, they're on the list. I just, I think the Niners are better. I, I just think so. I think Cooper Rush is not the answer. I'm still a little out on deck. I'm still okay. I was about to say, it. well, it's, 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 I think we finally, this again, I wasn't rooting against Cooper Rush, but like he, th- he they got down 20 to whatever or like 17 to three quick. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh, this is Cooper Rush. He's a good. He's good when they when they're getting pump blocks for touchdowns and the defense is playing great and they're winning. I do think things will change. I don't know if Dak's that guy. Dak's better than Cooper Rush. I think, so I think if you're if we're deal, comparing the two teams, the deal you're comparing with, Dak and Jimmy G. Which one do you want out of those two? Yeah, 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 probably Dak. But I don't know. I mean, I, I think oh the, wow, it's that close. The though. the problem is, I think that uh, that Dak, I think, has the same problems that Russell Wilson currently has, and I think the the issue is that they're guys that are a, used to being able to getting out on the outside of the pocket and seeing the entire field. And now they're being held into the pocket and playing against that Tampa two defense. And, uh, and so I, I, I foresee this being a tough season for Dak. I'm not saying he's going to be bad. I just think it's going to be a tough one for him. Well, I was just double checking and I was a little off. I was, I, I think you're, I mean, Russell Wilson's five eleven, Dak six two, so it's not, yeah. not short. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's short, three. Well, I think stretch. Russell Wilson is NFL short and Dak is NFL average, right? As far as quarterbacks. Go. Right. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying that like Dak can't see over his offensive lineman, which may be true. I don't I know think, the Cowboys offensive line very well, but but my point is, is that they like to be out in the the same way Tony Romo was. Right. It's it's about being out in the wings and making plays happen. And and I don't think that gets so as much. I'm curious. Well, let me I guess let me get my Cowboys point off so we can move on from them. Um I do think you're going to learn. I, I would. I'm intrigued to see what happens moving forward because I think this could have been a huge learning lesson for Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott yeah. to go. Oh, you don't have to be Superman. We can just. We have a really good defense. We have a solid running game. When the time comes, you might have to score. You know, ten points in the fourth quarter. But let's let's not throw picks in the early early on the game and get us down. And I. Dak can make. I'm not putting Dak in the in the uh, upper echelon. There's that Mahomes and Allen. They're 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 at a different table. They're yeah. eating on their own. Dak's not in there. I'm not trying to say he's right. in there, but I think Dak's a borderline top ten quarterback. He shows top five qualities at time, but he's not a top five quarterback. If he can just limit himself to go, I don't have to make. And Romo had this issue too at times where he felt like, and Romo never had the defense that Dak has this year to me. Right. So. You don't have to make the big play. And I'm I'm very interested to see. I think the Cowboys could end up being LJ, a team that is like exactly how you would draw up a team where you, they have the running backs. Zeke actually showed me a little something on Sunday. Yeah. He showed me a little pop. Pollard is always kind of explosive. And then that defense, they, they really impressed me because I thought that you easily could have, after halftime, gone – Ah, uh, I mean, this is it's Cooper Rush. The Eagles are good, but this, we're, we'll we'll beat them next time when we get our quarterback back. And they really battled back in the third quarter. So I, I think the Cowboys have to be thinking this is as like 
out of outcomes they thought they were going to get when Dak went down in week one, this is like above and beyond anything they could have hoped for. I, I agree with that. Tony, I see you not. I think the only yeah, reason absolutely. I'm taking the Niners is because I feel like the wins that they've gotten have been dominant and the losses they've gotten have felt fluky. That's the only reason I'm Who was it this past week? I'm, I'm blanking right now. Was it the Falcons? It was, yeah. Just, and that feels and, fluky. And the Falcons are a good frisky. Like, the Falcons are one of those good, bad teams, right? I mean, they're, yeah. like, they're not good, but they're 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 – they they're five and zero or six and zero against the spread, so they're always in games. The twenty twenty two Falcons just, will be a trivia question someday for sure. But what's the deal? I, I don't know where the it's the Chargers and the 49ers. I don't know who's got the voodoo doll or what they're jinxed with. But injuries every yeah. year. You're like the 49ers can't have the same injury luck that they had the year before, and they lost like two really good defensive players again. And yeah. It's like man, they just can't get a, a break. I wonder if it has anything to do with that that cross country traveling. The the going against the time zones, you know. You, I mean, are you? I genuinely, I'm asking. I don't know if you're trying to joke. Okay, I didn't know no. if you were trying to like make a joke, but no, because maybe because I mean, Seattle's always had teams. that problem too, right? I think like those West yeah. Coast teams have a lot of struggles with, you know, Atlanta's uh, pretty far away from California. Um, okay, so we both we 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 kind of threw Bucks. We'll get into Bucks in a little bit because we're going to talk about the aging quarterbacks. But we kind of <laughs> threw Cowboys and 49ers. Okay, yeah, no one cares about the two five and one teams. I mean, I know. Let's, let's go Vikings first. Like, what, what's why? Why don't we put Vikings there? What's what's your reasoning there, Tony? You, you know, I, <clears throat> I I have Vikings in the Super Bowl. So, um, you, you know, I, did I think, you pick Vikings I, Super Bowl? I, I got, I got some money somewhere. on them for it. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I got the go. Vikings <laughs> well, okay. in the, in a That was good odds. That had to be good odds. Um, but uh, I, uh, so uh, their schedule hasn't been as tough as the other teams have been right now, and it's been a it's been kind of the bizarro issue that the NFC East has all of a sudden become, other than the Commanders uh, or Comancheros or whatever we're going to call them now. Um, <laughs> they're um, they're they're other than them, the, the the top three teams are are legitimate. Uh, and the Giants have turned that around, and they have <laughs> legitimate defenses. Uh, Minnesota hadn't been playing legitimate defenses just yet. I think they're like a twenty something, twenty six I mean, maybe strength of schedule. So I will I say the like Packers have a legitimate a defense low. and they score twenty three on them, but that's early that's, in the season. It's, yeah, it's early in season. Know. So, but so I I think Minnesota, if if defensively they can hang on and be average, then I think their their offense is starting to find its personality. And we've seen them win without Justin Jefferson. We've seen them win when Justin Jefferson just just took over. And yeah. and Dalvin Cook had that big run this this past week to seal the deal for them. So they definitely have weapons. And yeah. so as long as they don't play at seven out after seven o'clock on Sunday or Monday <laughs> night, they're going to be fine. Um, but yeah, you, know, I, I you can, bring up that win against the Packers was a good twenty three to seven. Like they they kind of dominated the game, but then they went Lions, Saints, Bears weeks three, four, and five. None of those yeah. are like you uh-huh. wouldn't say great yeah. teams, and they won all by one possession. Yeah. And then they beat the Packer or the Dolphins by eight, which I guess one possession. And they were going with Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater yep. quarterback. So like, but five and one is five and one, and their schedule comes up their bye week, and they got Cardinals Commanders. They could end up seven one and kind of lock up their division almost. Like not lock It'd it up. Close, I mean, though. It'd be tight. Yeah, it'd be tight. The, the problem with the, the the Vikings is I'm getting the same problem I always have with the Vikings, where I'm like. Kirk Cousins still shows that ugly side every now and then. I'm like, I don't know if I really trust you in the playoffs. Hey, but well, I like their roster, though. He's not going to lose this week. No, he will not lose this week. He will not lose this week on the bye week. And they have no then, more. They have well, they have one more primetime game coming up. That's uh, it. Geez. Well, That's it. 
Yeah. Six you want to look at bad. so the other five and one team. Look at listen to this. So the the Giants at five and one. The next here, let me just rattle off their schedule that they got coming up. The Jaguars yeah. could be a win. Seahawks could easily be a win. Bye week. Texans, Lions. I mean, those are all then Cowboys, Commanders. I like they could easily win five out of the six, and all of a sudden they're like ten and two or something, which. What if I would have told you you're insane yeah, at the beginning yeah. of the year if you'd have told me that? Yeah, they don't lose. That the Giants do a good job of. I don't think they know. They're actually going to screw themselves. I think where they might end up believing because Daniel Jones isn't bad. I don't think he's like god awful. He's but he's not good either. He's doing what they and need so him to they do. might go. Dude, they're doing yeah, this, but they're doing this without a wide yeah. receiver. I mean, who is a receiver? Well, Wandale Robinson is back, and so he had a good. Weekend. Yeah, but he's still is he a rookie? He's a rookie. Kadarius Tony is still not back. Sterling Shepard's out for the year. Uh, Kenny Galladay is still not back. And He's got the worst cap hit of any receiver ever. So, yeah, it's uh, Darius Darius Slayton and Richie James, um, I think, are there, too. And it's like, geez, a Pete. And, and at some point, it comes to a math problem. They're just going to they're going to knock a good team out of the playoffs. Yeah, well, yeah. Point. And it's they're they're living on Saquon Barkley, which is great. Right, I mean, he's playing great, playing great. And their defense too. Dayball is <laughs> Dayball is fun. I like I, Dayball is like I'm, I wish he was the coach of the Cowboys right yeah. now. So I'll I, this is the last thing I'll say here. So I wonder if what what odds you could get if you if you took odds that a ten win NFC East team does not make the playoffs. <laughs> that is a legit. It's <laughs> well, that's a very specific yeah. end. But when, but I would when imagine, have you ever said that? I would imagine right? preseason the, those odds would have been you know ten k to one or something like yeah. that would have been crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and now it's still wild. Me, like right? now it's yeah. still be well. It would still be wild odds for sure. Yeah, but it could certainly happen. It could. It really could. Let's flip over now to the AFC where we don't have a problem figuring out. Well, I guess you still have a little bit of a problem figuring out the second best team, but you don't have a problem with the top two. We, uh, we're true, all in yeah. consensus, right? It's Bill's Chiefs. Yeah. It's Bill's Chiefs yeah. one and two, whichever yeah. order you'd like to do. Yeah. Um, the Bills won week one. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that game in a second. Can you, who, is there anyone else on the tier with them? And then second question who would be your third best team? Tony, let's start with you. Man, that is such a great question. And, you know, Thank part you. of me part, <laughs> part of me wants to just go out on the limb and say the New York Jets because again, here we are. Hey, we in, already had one New York team. Let's go with this. Here we are in the world of Bizarra. I expect Superman to jump out with a mustache or something from behind my door. Um because <laughs> we're in Bizarro world. But he the 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 Jets are four and two. And yeah, and, really and second second place names, and it's East. not like they played garbage teams either. They played no, no good wins. <laughs> yeah, and it, and and they've done it with Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson. So you can't like go, oh, it's the quarterback. No, <laughs> they've done it yeah. with both of them. So they've got good young talent. Um, I, the Brees Hall, I think, is going to be the next star in our league. And I do love it. A sauce gardener at corner, love him. Yeah, he's a great. Yeah, they, yep. they've got some decent young players, but I think down the stretch that could that could wear out on them. And and so I know that I, you know, the third best team. I I struggle trying to decide one of the AFC North teams or the Chargers, and I guess from a sheer, uh, the Chargers have had injury problems as well. 
but they're four and two in the AFC West. And I know we set with the the lackadaisical play of the Broncos, sorry, and um, the <laughs> the the Raiders being uh, you know uh, handicapped by Josh McDaniels. I think that you know maybe you have to discount a little bit, but still. I still think the Chargers are probably the the next team there, and and take that AFC West team and say the Chargers, because the Ravens or the Bengals, I think you could say, because the Bengals have kind of righted their ship a little bit. It, but I think the Bengals eventually, Joe Burrow is is going to have to go on the IR because for a sore ass as many times as he's hitting the ground, <laughs> and um, and so I don't know if there's a well, he, I mean the Chargers quarterback Herbert still, you can tell that not, rib still bothers. Yeah, him. but yeah. I don't know if you. If and Joe, a, we don't talk about it that much, but let me, we gave such a props to Herbert for playing through that rib injury. Is it Dustin Hopkins who on Monday night, man, could barely stand and was kicking field goals? I would give. I, I don't give. We gave credit to Justin Tucker. I, this might be a kicker friendly podcast. Here I because, know. Oh, of course we are. Yeah. I, like um, he was going down to one knee after every field goal. I was like, he really gutted that out. Like, shout out to yeah. Dustin. Hopkins. I don't know if that's. Oh, yeah. He should do that from now on, though. That's his new routine. Just kick go, it, to the go to the knee. Kick it and go to the knee. That was just awesome. It was just awesome. Chargers, I think. Or LJ, do you want me to go next? Or it you, doesn't matter to me. Whatever you, you want to do. You go ahead. You go ahead. I, well, I, mean, the, I mean, I think the answer. So there's there's two answers. There's who do I think is going to be the third best record versus who do I think is the third best team? Right. I think those are two different. True. Questions. Well, there is like we we do this every year. We like. Like we go, oh here, look. Like I think this year, this time last year, we were like the Cardinals are your favorites in the NFC or in the NFC, and you're obviously that didn't pay out. So I mean, <laughs> things will definitely change. I, what will not change is the Chiefs and Bills will definitely be the top of the AFC yeah. throughout this year. That's why that Bills, and we'll get to that's why that Bills win was so big because it might get them home field advantage. Yeah. But three, I mean, what? So answer both. Then who do you think? Well, best so I think the best, best team, in, the third best. Sorry, the third best team in the AFC, I think, is the Chargers. I'm pretty confident in that, actually. I think I'd probably agree. But I think the third best record at the end of the year is going to be the Ravens. I, that's what I think when I watch these football games. So, Yep. The Ravens do worry me. What? Let me see if I can pull it up. As, there, I mean, there's some, as long there's as some bad La- Raven. As long as Lamar there. stays healthy, yeah. they're going to get J.K. Dobbins' knee tightened up on him last game, but the good old Kenyon Drake shows up. Uh, Gus Edwards is going to be back this week or next week, and Justice Hill will be back. They're going to have a good, solid um, backfield, and Mark Andrews is Mark is now the best tight end in the league. And then um, Bateman uh, gets healthy, and they just signed Senior Deshaun Jackson, and uh, so. Did- the Ravens just signed Deshaun Jackson. I think they did. Wow. He tried out. I, I have not. I thought seen I read. That. He, wow. They okay. signed Deshaun Jackson. I thought he was like done. Done. Right um, yeah. He. Uh, he. Well, he tried out, know. and I thought I saw today that they signed him. I. It's been a long day, so I. I thought I saw that they signed Deshaun Jackson. I know he went and tried out. So here's here's and you can look at this two ways. You can look at this as. Fluky losses and the Ravens could easily be undefeated right now, or you could say the Ravens have problems. So, like, Ford with 12 minutes left in the fourth they quarter did. against the he's, Dolphins, he's the, the Ravens were squad, up. real quick, but practice squad. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. With with 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter against the Dolphins, the Ravens are up 35 to 14. They end up losing that game. 13 seconds left in half, the Ravens are up 20 to three against the Bills. They lose that game 23 to 20. 
Six minutes left in the fourth quarter against the Giants. Daniel Jones led Giants. They're up 20 to 10. They end up losing 24 to 20. At some point, you start going, fluky losses, they'll right the ship. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not in that boat, but then you start going, are they finding ways to lose games? Like, is this just what the right? Let me. That let interception let me, let me, Lamar me, threw was a bad snap, but that was a bad interception he threw. But also, the you name three basketball. games one against the best team in the first three weeks of the NFL season, the other against the best AFC team, probably right now, depending on if you like the Chiefs better, which is fair either way. Um, and then the other one against the Giants, who nobody thought would be good, but they are really good. So, like. But it's three games you gave away. Three games. That they lost to great yeah. teams, maybe at least in their moment. You know what I mean? Like that's I I hear what you're yeah. saying, but like and and there is that like you Daniel win Jones. The game, if you're up twenty to, win, to ten but, with six minutes left in the fourth quarter, Daniel Jones isn't going to beat you. You have to help him beat you. And that's everybody the Giants beat, though. You know, Saquon Barkley's <laughs> who beat him. So, uh, that game, and, you know who the Giants did. You know who the Giants didn't beat the Dallas Cowboys, but uh, we won't go there. Yeah, but Saquon uh, Saquon Barkley had that breakaway uh, run, like seventy something yards for a touchdown in that game. But um, you, you make a point. I will say this: the Ravens secondary got decimated in the first week, and it, they are they are slowly but surely coming back. And so we'll see if they can their secondary. Should get better, and if it does, then uh, LJ's probably right. I, I like the Ravens a lot. I think they'll get better, and I I would tend to say yes, they have lost this games, but they'll. I, I like Harbaugh as a coach. We've talked. I think this podcast kind of like Har- yeah. likes Har- Harbaugh as a coach. I think they ride the ship and they kind of go. We got these goofy losses where we screwed up. We should be six and zero. We're a good team, and I think Lamar Jackson is the scariest guy. Well. He's. I, I think you probably have tier one as quarterbacks. You probably got Josh Allen, Mahomes. But as far as just scary guys to have to go up against, Lamar is in that category. You don't no want to play him. Yep. Can I interest you in a team that I believe most of this podcast, at least I know I said they won't win a play, and this coach would never win another playoff game. I think someone else agreed with me. Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Yeah. Are doing a little something, something in Foxborough. I was hoping there's you were only two ask teams. Who the surprise was there's only two teams in the NFL over the last four weeks that have scored 24 or more every single week. One of them is the Patriots. The other one is the five and one Vikings. I got to give them their flowers, I suppose. But the Patriots, if, if we're in a situation that LJ told us about last year where, or last week, where we're playing cover two, you just got to play smart. You got to be able to run the ball. All of a sudden, Ramondre Stevenson looks like he might be one of the better running backs in the league. Harris will come back. There might be a quarterback controversy. I don't know. And the, the Patriots play good defense. Or they're they're frisky. I, mean, not I don't think they play the Super good Bowl, defense, but they're frisky. But the highest scoring offense I think at the time that they met was the Lions, and they and they shut them out. out. Yeah, um, that's a that's a and real then good this week. Yeah, it's this really week they asked Bill Belichick about the Bears, and in an only Bill Belichick fashion, he went on like a seven-minute <laughs> tirade about how this offense is fantastic. Yeah, and like and they've had, <laughs> and then probably about historic linebackers in in uh, Chicago and uh, long snappers that have played in away games in Chicago. Yeah, Tony, I don't think the Patriots are like gonna win the Super Bowl by any stretch, but. They're good, and I wouldn't want to play them right now, and I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs because Bill Belichick's doing Bill Belichick things. Yeah, I don't know how this happened. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, same. They actually same drafted well a couple years in a row. Well, yeah. Okay. yeah. The defense, so honestly, the defense, the defense is, is just doing yeah. just fantastic. And another one, it's, it's we one talked about that. This is a guy I thought would be great at the Chargers. They let, is it JC Jackson? Is that the corner that they let go? Uh-huh. And I was like, they're so stupid. The Chargers got a great corner. On Monday night, the Chargers benched him because he sucked so far this year. How does yeah. Belichick do this? It's what I, he does best. It's what he does. Yeah. They, he, he makes defenses look magic. And I, and that's always been said that you give Belichick one week and he will game play your best player out of the game yeah. and beat you. And, and so I, I thought that Matt Patricia, there was no way he could be able to be an offensive coordinator and be successful at it. But obviously they have figured both. out a way to, to do that. Well, and they've got what, eight days to deal with the bears. So taking their best offensive player out of the game, they needed that extra day to figure out who that guy might be. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see the oh um, the Patriots schedule coming up. They have the Bears on Monday night, like we just said. Uh, hopefully, he can draw up a game plan for Justin Fields. <laughs> I don't know. That's going to be tough. Then you got the Jets, the Colts bye week, the Jets, the Vikings. I mean, that could. That's. I don't know. That could be a lot. Jets, that could rattle off a bunch of Their back end after that is pretty rough, actually. Jets, Colts, yeah, then they, then, bye they, week, then they do Jets. go. No, Jets, Colts, bye yeah, week, Vikings. Oh, right, yeah. Vikings. No, you're right. You're right. Jets well, and Jets, then Vikings, Colts, bye week, yeah. Jets. Which that week eight game, if the Jets can find a find a way to win this week, wow. that week eight game at, at the new New York or at the new, new Meadowlands, they're bringing the Patriots in. Bill Belichick, I mean, that could be a really that fun could game. Be really that, fun, yeah. That's going to decide who's in second place in the AFC. <laughs> but then their, their back half after that though is uh, Bills, Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills. So they've got a it, tough gets, it gets out. tough. Down. Gets so tough they need to win. A, they need to get a couple yeah, here. They really kind of yeah, need to win out here to to make we'll the playoffs. Probably see what. We'll know whether they or the Jets are, are legitimate yeah. or not here the yeah. next two. And that's going to be good to know. Tony, I just I do want to point out so and 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 we'll get into the, the other team on this, but we the Jets did win and they've beaten some good teams. They but won. Zach Wilson went ten for eighteen with hundred and ten <laughs> yards and zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. So like he didn't play well. Like I don't yeah. the Jets aren't playing well, but they are they're winning, which I guess you are what your record says you are, I guess. I, Dude, they are. It's it's the Brees Hall show. All of a sudden, the last three weeks, Brees Hall has exploded, uh, and 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 he's not. You know, you look at his uh, carries. He's not getting up. He's not like a Jonathan Taylor, but he's he's just got all these explosive plays. He's got a sixty yard touchdown by a pass. He's got a fifty yard touchdown by a run. He's got a forty yard run. He's got a sixty yard run. He's got. He's just explosive, and we haven't seen that. You know, DeAndre Swift he's is like that way, a, but he's DeAndre Swift hasn't been able to stay healthy. And so Bruce yeah. Hall, it, he's just a rookie, but man, he looks good. Okay, well, let's talk about the cream of the crop in the conference and, and the game of the week this past week. Um what's LJ, what's the under or the big takeaway you had from the Chiefs Bills game? Uh, that we're gonna. If you had one, if you had one, we're gonna get to see that game again, but it's gonna be in Buffalo. That's that's what I really saw in that game. Yeah. Is that game? Well, and that's a big. Again. That's a big takeaway. I mean, playing. It's gonna be either way. I think home field advantage matters, and with those two teams, because those both home crowds yeah. show up and show out. And well, that's right. I, I I saw. I'm just happy Tony Romo said it, and uh, and we've talked about it before. But I just want. I want Josh Allen and Mahomes every yeah. year. I want <laughs> the yeah. big games. Those yeah. those I mean, two dots, and they know it. They know that, that this is yeah, a big one. That's <laughs> true. I get it. 
Do you do? You, did it tell you one team is better than the other, or did it just tell you they're two really good? Yeah, teams? I mean, I, what I really saw is one team got to win. Um, I don't know that I necessarily felt like the the Bills were like notably better than the Chiefs. It's just, it's just. I think the records are going to fall the Bills away from the rest of the regular season because of the way that this fell. But, uh, but they're both great. Your teams. boy, they're both great teams. Your boy. Von Miller kind of came in and cl- yeah. he closed that game. Uh, three he sacks, really did. Two sacks, he kinda, three sacks, but I think he had two sacks. But he was the one who got the pressure on Mahomes at at the end that where he threw the pick. Yeah. And you you like Mahomes to do is improvise, and it works nine times out of ten. Yeah. And just every now and then, it, well, you're going to get. A and pick, also, I want to go on record and say that that I definitely was the first person to say that the the Chiefs make uh, fourth place in the AFC West. Uh, dead wrong. Uh, c- clearly wrong in every way. Uh, but yeah, no, that was that was a really fun game, really cool game. Uh, good defense, great offense. I mean, it was just a good game. And it turned into yeah, it kind of. It was supposed to be a shootout because we thought this is always a shootout, and the defense has really the stepped up and played great. well. Yeah. Um, Tony, what, what did you have a big takeaway, or yeah. did you just is it just yeah. one of the best two teams? Best two teams, but it, this is the way it's been. He who runs the best wins, and you saw that the Chiefs could not run the ball in this game. Well, did the Bills run it? Yeah, well? I mean, I Singletary like, had eighty something yeah. yards, which is not uh, Singletary he? ever gets. Yeah, but Edwards Alaire only had thirty something, and Pacheco only had like ten or twenty. They could not get the run game going. And Team the rushing Bills yards, it was one twenty five versus sixty eight. Yep, and mm-hmm. so yep. that right. that that and then uh, big plays, and we already mentioned Von Miller three sacks for the Bills. I believe are yeah zero sacks. For the Chiefs, I think. Did they get zero sacks? That is, they had one sack. They one had sack, sack. One sack. And that led to turnovers. And so I think there were two interceptions. Bills had two interceptions. And and pressure leads to turnovers. So that's the difference. So he, yep. the, the Bills were able to run the ball to keep it away from an explosive Chiefs offense. And then um, and then they were able to get a, the big defensive play. I, I really think... The the Chiefs and this is this is Andy Reid's thing and he's done it before. They have and we've talked about how they need a run game. They need to commit to a run game. Yeah. I feel like they they Pacheco and, and and Edwards. I think Pacheco he runs in a way. I really like the way he runs. He he runs every play hard and he's got burst. I just think the fact that he got two carries for nine yards. You he, that guy needs more yeah, carries to true. me and. Edwards Alaire, I know he only got 33 yards, but he only got nine carries. Singletary got 17 carries. Yep. Like the Bills are at least trying to run sure. it. And I think right. Andy Reid gets it, gets yep. a little too in love with Mahomes, which is I understand how you could do that, because Mahomes is awesome to watch drop back. Yeah. I would maybe do the same. But they they need to run the ball. And I think they have the the horses back there where they can. And then the other thing I saw was I, I do think Kel, Kelsey's awesome. I don't know how he keeps doing this, but you saw where the the Chiefs are missing Tyreek Hill, and Diggs is doing what Tyreek Hill used to do for them. Diggs is the Bills having Diggs is important because they they just can't stop him. I don't know if anyone can stop him and Josh Allen. They're just really well together. Yeah, I I still think you know you saw Smith Schuster take a pretty big role in that game. Yeah, and it was had over his, this yards. was his best game of the year. Probably. That was his coming out party. Uh, Kelsey had his hundred yards. I was like, hey, you got his hundred yards, but Diggs. Diggs did do a great job and picked up, you know, Gabe Davis had the huge week the week before, had one big throw. But, um, yeah, Diggs is – once he's on, he, 
He's unstoppable. He is, he is a rhythm receiver. That's a weird thing to say. You've heard, you know, normally you think he's a rhythm thrower or a rhythm hitter or, uh, you know, uh, running back needs, you know, eight, 10 carries to really get lathered up to really get going. Well, Diggs is that rhythm receiver. He's really got to get four or five targets. And then all of a sudden he's just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. LJ, is there a, um, I know uh, if you can put aside your disdain for the Chiefs and also your love for Josh Allen and the Bills. Yeah. Just in, if you were to take a quarterback moving forward for the next 10 years, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes. Who, who I mean, I genuinely don't think I can answer that without bias. Um, I mean, I really okay, well, don't. Then let the bias in. Uh, Josh Allen all day. I mean, the man's a fucking freak. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I want that guy on my team. I like Mahomes, but I, I love Josh Allen. So, I mean, yeah, don't trust and me. Don't trust me for, at all. For anyone out there who's like, what? This, this it, it, regardless of who we pick here, we both we all acknowledge both quarterbacks. I would love both oh, quarterbacks yeah. on my team. Yeah. I would love. Yeah. Easily. Easily uh, both are You're looking at one and two here, and I don't – you can switch the order what you want. Uh, Tony, what about you? I, I mean, I feel like I know where you might be leaning. No, Josh Allen. I think I, I, I really? said that, yeah, a couple of years ago. Uh, I, it, Josh Allen is six seven, you, you know, or six six. Uh, it's I'll, he's a fucking freak, and you know, so and and although you could say that from a longevity standpoint, running the ball like he does, he gives himself an opportunity. That would be, to be the hurt. one flaw. Um, Tom Brady was out for a year because of a torn ACL, standing in a pocket. So I taking that away, I think um, you know, I I would just say at this point in time, Josh Allen. Josh Allen does do – he can run so well, but I don't feel like – and Mahomes does this the same way. Neither one of those quarterbacks run to run. They run to find another throw, and they will go ahead and run if it's there, but they, they get out of the pocket to hit a long a long ball. And I, I think I lean Josh Allen actually too. I did not think we'd go three for three Josh Allen there, but <laughs> – there is Sorry, a concern. <laughs> there is a concern, and Prestige kind of even. I feel like Prestige brought it up in our text convo where there's a longevity thing. Like Josh Allen does the way he runs. I don't love seeing my quarterback getting hit that hard, but also I don't know if he'll do that forever. He'll probably quit getting hit so much. I, he just has Josh Allen does some things that are in, so impressive, and Mahomes yeah. does as well. I'll, That's a very tough choice to do. I'll give you, I'm not saying one. I'll give you another take on this, okay? It, okay? If you ask the question a different way, if you put Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen in two completely different systems, who would you take? And my answer there is Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is a better natural quarterback. I think Josh Allen is a more talented thrower of the football. And so in maybe, the, system, but even that then, in, in sure the system that he's in, I think Josh Allen for 10 years is better. Maybe, Patrick but Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes also thrives on Andy Reid's let, – lets him do like – Andy Reid is fine with letting him improvise and do his Patrick Mahomes like spin around. There was one play in the game where <laughs> Romo started freaking out. It ended up not being a completion, but the way he like – he spun around one, spun around another, and you're like, oh, this is just a pat, and Patrick Mahomes does something crazy, and all of a sudden yeah. Kelsey's running out sideline. It ended up being incomplete. I- I think if you put Patrick Mahomes in the Tampa Bay offense, he throws 60 touchdowns. Which one would be better in the Broncos offense? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> better than Russell Wilson or just better? Because uh, ba- both better than Bailey Zappi would be better in the Denver Broncos <laughs> offense. 
Um, so we got the, the, the two best quarterbacks. The two best quarterbacks, I feel like, is pretty simple. It's it's those two. Yeah. It's Allen and Yeah, Mahomes. no doubt. So yeah, I mean, Herbert Herbert's going to give him a run, but I yeah, I yeah. Think he's he's, he's Davis Mills. Is Davis I think Mills doing I anything? think you have. Uh, he's <laughs> he's catching up. Okay, he's catching up. Okay, cool. I think you have you have a tier one. They're there, and then there's the the Herberts. I guess I don't know. Kyler probably dropped down this year, but the Herberts, Kyler, Lamar, they're trying to get in there. But I want to go. I want to get to the older guys, the the guys that have been doing it. They've got some rings on their yep. fingers. Well, some just one, but they they have ring rings. Has the transition from the old to the new happened? Like, is it over and done? Like specifically, Brady, Rogers, and Stafford, and Russ. Does Russ belong in this group? He's thirty four. <laughs> He probably does now. It seems like <laughs> those four. We're talking about those four. Maybe, look, if we're talking about great, I don't know. He, he left his. <laughs> those four look really bad so far. Matt Ryan, he had a good week last week, but I'm saying he's looked bad. I mean, are as the are these guys? Is there more left? Like, what's going on? What's happening, LJ? I mean, I think again. So each of these, everybody needs to chill. Each of these teams have their own situations. R E L A X C H I L L. Let's start with Rogers. Rogers has uh, zero wide receivers, right? Um, so you know, maybe give him a second to like build that. But that Devonte Adams guy would be that cool. would be cool. That would be cool. And if he took less money, he might still have Devonte Adams. But you know, right? Um, uh, who else should say? Uh, Stafford uh, is on the Rams. Stafford, something's. I think he's hurt. Yeah, there's hurt. there's something know. weird we going on with the Rams. Beginning. It's hard to really yeah. say what's going on there. The the Bucks are fine. I mean, they're they're fine. They'll be all right. I mean, I just you, you want to throw and Russ. You want to throw Russ in there? That I think Russ is. <laughs> I don't know why we paid him. I I like I. I'm glad, <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm glad no, we bought no. Russ. I'm glad we we traded for Russ, and I think that there's still a lot of potential. I don't know why you give him uh, an extension before you see him play a single snap. That's insane to me. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens there, but but I still think like maybe chill out a little bit because there's there's a lot of growing pains um, for each of these teams. Honestly, um, yeah, I don't think this is like an old guys are done sort of situation, but that's just my opinion. Uh, Tony, so it's funny the the of those quarterbacks that you mentioned, the one that seems to be the least washed up is the oldest in Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady is still being effective, and he's leading his team, and he's got good weapons, and he's still uh, he's still effective. Aaron Rodgers, it, uh, you know, uh, body language shouldn't be a distinguisher of whether you're not a, a good quarterback or not, I guess the way to say that. But I am so tired of him looking around to blame somebody. That pass was incomplete. Who didn't do their job? Well, you didn't do your job, you fucking idiot. I mean, you, you know, you, you've been practicing with these guys for, you've been with them now for 10 weeks. I mean, you know who they are. I, I just, it just irks me. Aaron Rodgers looks like a guy, and, and this is true in baseball. We used to look at this. He looks like a guy that doesn't want to be there. And if he doesn't want to be there, he's not given 100%. He's, he's just like, man, this is just not fun. And even though Brady is is yelling and doing things. Brady at least is going out there, and while he's on the field, it looks like he's still engaged on the field. He's fighting through the end of games. 
I don't see Aaron Rodgers fighting through the end of games. Now that doesn't mean he couldn't turn around and somebody give him a magic mushroom and he sees the the white light and he gets himself back together. That's but true. If somebody needs to get that ayahuasca out in Green Bay. Yeah, I don't see it. <laughs> Matthew Stafford, the whole Rams team has got the Super Bowl hangover, and they just tried to hang on to the age a little too long. That's an old team, and so uh, that's what I think. That's what's given them their issues there. And um, Matt Ryan, I. I think similar to Russ, new system, new coach, and they're just trying to figure some things out. And we'll see if they, the Colts have worked their way right back into contention in that god awful man AFC the South. Colts, so the Colts do that bullshit. We should have known. Yeah. They they look <laughs> yeah. bad, and then all of a sudden you're like, here they yeah. are. They're yeah. here, and then yeah. so I so if I could say one last thing, uh, one last thing, and then I, yeah. and we'll talk about Russ. And I, I I've been clear on the making the green podcast and on this, that I was heavily invested in Russell Wilson and fantasy football this year. I am no longer heavily invested in Russell Wilson. It's just like watching the stock market. You've got to diversify. I didn't drop him, but I've got other people starting. And so, uh, but here's, I I think last week's game is indicative of what's going on with Russell Wilson and he's hurt. And whether it's age, whether it's that the shoulder's so good, he's 10 for 10 in the first quarter. And that's when the shot wears off. And then he's five for eighteen I, for the rest of the five game. Five for eighteen. With, I'm yeah. telling you, the so I really I think the problem and now is he's got. And now he's got it. That's the problem. And now he's got a hamstring. And now he's got a hamstring injury. I he needs to sit out for three we, or four weeks. Did it almost sounds like I don't know. Maybe he is hurt, but it kind of. I'm getting the vibe that LJ just got hit with a huge dose of karma. He has a short version of Ben Roethlisberger on his team because all of a sudden, all of a sudden. Russell oh. plays bad. It's like, well, he does have a lat injury. Ooh. He does have a lat. There's a problem. Oh, and his hamstring. Uh-huh. I will say there, and his hamstring. there are a couple of key differences between him and Roethlisberger, but that's still a fair point. That's still a very well, fair point. Yeah, there's one big yeah. one. There's one big one that we yeah, won't yeah, touch Yeah, we don't on, have to but, podcast um, about that one. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's fair. That's I fair. just had to throw that. Uh, yeah, well. I, Russ, is, Russ is the king of as soon as he, like, as soon as yeah. he plays bad, it's like, next. Oh, and then like when he came back from that injury so quick last year, like actually it's a superhuman thing that he did. Yeah, like, and I then, don't know how and he then did it. He like had back. a bad game and then went to LA to get surgery or some shit. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. totally. It's just, a, it's like a, it's like a, a Louis Vuitton Ben Roethlisberger. Um, <laughs> it's like designer bin. Yeah, it's like designer, designer bin. bin. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, man. Gucci Wilson. Um, okay. Benjamin Gigante. I, I want to get into. Why, wait, wait, wait. Can I, can I well, just say I, I, the Packers have lost yeah, have to like the two New York teams, which we don't really know whether they're great or not. And and the the Vikings who we all said were like the Packers had the opportunity. Good. So like they haven't. Yeah, lost the Packers had the opportunity teams. after the London game. They could have taken a bye week, and they chose. They like looked at the schedule who they would have if they didn't take it. And they're like, well, you'll get the Jets after. Like, we'll just go with the New York back. Let's do it. <laughs> and they lost both. <laughs> they lost both. Yeah, that's right. Uh, LJ, so you got there. Brady, Roger, Stafford. So Rams, Packers, Bucks. It sounds like, from what I've already gathered from you two, and and where I stand, we're, we're the Bucks will figure yeah. it out, right? Is that what we're thinking? We all agree. So Packers and Rams. What's the like? Where if you're talking to a Rams fan, like, is what's the concern level that that this doesn't get figured out, or are you like they'll all figure it out? They're they're. That kind Rams, of I'm saying, uh, good luck. I, I really think the Rams. The concerns, huh? The Rams are, I think, going to struggle for the rest of the year. I really think so. I don't really know why. 
I think their defense is pretty yeah. solid, but they're they're doing this. There's this weird reports out that like Cam Akers, Cam too, Akers yeah. may or may not have played his last snap. Yeah. Their Cooper Cup. I mean, Allen Robinson did catch a touchdown, but or I think it was this week he caught one. I I don't I know. I'm, I'm with you. The Rams concerned, right which I think you know sometimes that's the right answer. They want a Super Bowl. That's what yeah. happens sometimes. You want a Super Bowl. You Tony. I mean, where. Are you concerned with the Rams, or do you think they figured out? No, I'm not too concerned. The question is going to be: It's you've got this log jam in the West. If it wasn't for the fact that the NFC East has got a six and oh five and one and four and two again, yeah, the Giants are going to knock a good team out of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I I think you've got to be concerned if you're one if one of the three and three teams in the the NFC West. If you don't win that division, you're probably there's a good chance you don't make the playoffs Mm -hmm. right now. Because because of the parity that you see at the top of the of the NFC East, and you you say there's a lot of games coming up, but the the Giants have got a pretty decent schedule yeah. to to manage to ten. I, wins. I truly think the Giants are going to win at least ten games, and yeah. that whether you think they're good or not, that's going to knock a ten win maybe Rams team or a ten win well, Buccaneers. I'm team looking at their schedule, yeah. and I have a hard time arguing with that. Yeah, you're gonna, and so I'll say this: the Rams are going to get Van Jefferson back. This week or next, uh, and that gives them a legitimate slot receiver. Uh, and, and Allen Robinson can just hang out on the outside and block for people. I guess I don't. I don't care. And um, and so uh, we know where Tony stands on Allen Robinson. Yeah. And if they can figure out, and I suspect at some point in time they will get another running back in the backfield. I don't think it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. I don't think yeah. they have this the the picks or the salary. Salary cap. I don't think anybody's going to yeah, get Christian McCaffrey because apparently the Panthers want two first round picks. And if you, if you in this day and age will pay two first round picks for a running back, you've with, lost your mind with a yeah. huge injury history. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to have to pay that man a shit ton of yeah. money. This no, he's, he's a Panther. Yeah. He's a Panther for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I, so with that, I, but they, they just need help. Now they do get Kylan Williams. They're highly touted rookie back as well. So that to me, more than anything, is why Cam Akers is is on a trading block is because they think Kylan Williams is going to be healthy another week. If that happens, I think the Rams. So are go fine. pick up Kylan Williams. Is what yeah, you're I think the they'll be better off than the 49ers. And and as much because again, damn the 49ers. I don't know if they've got if they practice on landmines or what, but they just can't stay healthy. It's true. So well, the Rams could probably use an Odell Beckham Jr., but. Nah. That uh, according to reports, he's either choosing the Chiefs or Bills, and and those reports, me and LJ were we were trying to dissect before you hopped on the on our recording here tone. We're trying to figure out where are those reports coming. Is that a Schefter report, maybe, or or a rap? Is that a rap report? Who, who's reporting this? Well, apparently, Des Bryant tweeted out <laughs> Bills or Chiefs at OBJ eyes emoji, and then here's where the reporting comes in. OBJ replies with an emoji with his eyes covered, an emoji saluting, emoji with the zipper, zipped lips, a pin, feet, a mouth yelling, a robot flexing, and a person running. Um, so clearly, the reporting is strong. That's where he's going to one of those two no, teams. No, I think what that really um, means is he's going back in time and going to play for the Washington Redskins. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, he's hailing the Chiefs. The R words. He's, yeah, no, seriously. He's hailing the Chiefs or the HTR, right? And, uh, yeah. And, uh, he's, uh, he's on Fox with the robot, uh, uh, football player in the commercial breaks. Um, that's what he's saying. I, 
He's going I, back to 2012. So, LJ, do the 2012. A team that could use him, a team that could use him, I think maybe the Packers. Do you think the Packers? Just tell me, do you think they make the playoffs? Do the Packers make the playoffs? Yes. I don't think they win their division. I think, I think they, 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 the they run in the math problem that we, we talked about with the Vikings might win that division just because they've messed around and won five right. already. And I, now yeah. they're going to get to 11 or 12. But I think the Packers make the but playoffs. But they do make yeah, the playoffs? Are they Super Bowl contenders still or not? They've got to they've got to make some big changes in the next like six weeks. They've got to figure out how to to move the ball a lot more effectively. But yeah, I think they they are definitely contenders. Um, Tony, no, I don't think they do. You don't I, think they make playoffs? No, I think that the the NFC East of those the Giants or the Cowboys have placed themselves in such a position that they get two of the three wild cards, and I think one of the uh, the NFC West teams gets the other one. I don't. I don't see how the Packers. They've got to win. So the you're division. saying who, who makes the playoffs? Packers got to win the division to make the playoffs. NFC West is uh, Rams, Niners. You think Rams, Niners, and Seahawks? I, I, I don't think the Seahawks. You think the Seahawks creep in there? I, I don't I'd think they do either. Cardinals but I think they're going to ruin it for somebody. Seahawks, but yeah, I I think the Cardinals are yeah trouble. No, I think they both I think are. They, I think both those teams are trouble. I think the Cardinals are like that. That uh, bottle of skim milk you put back there, you think it's going to last forever because it's, it's skim milk, but <laughs> it does fun. have an expiration date. And so I, I think they've hit the expiration date on the skim milk. LJ, what's the what's the effing deal with the Packers defense? They are super talented, and they 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 get killed. I mean, the Texans ran. I mean, the Jets ran all over them. the The Giants found a way to score on them. I think it's they hired Joe Barry as their defense coordinator. I think that's the problem because they have talent all over that defense. They should be a good defense. You you kind of brought it to my peripheral this, this at the beginning of the year, and I was like, Elch right. I'm all in. This defense is going to dominate. And they just – I don't know. I don't know what's the deal with I mean, they should be better than I, they are. I'll say defense is a hard game in the NFL. They have had three amazing defense, defensive showings. Don't tell me that to the anybody betting the overs all year because defense is well, so good. True. Like but they've had they've defense. had three strong showings and three weak showings. Um, so, you know, it's hard to say what that means, honestly. I think they've got a really great defense. I think it's going to be hard to tell next – or what, the 23rd? Yeah, next week against the Commanders. Um, the bills is when we find out if they can actually play any defense. Um, if they hold them on to under, you know, 30 points, then, uh, then that's a pretty good mark on their quiver. But yeah, no, I, 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 it's just, it's tough. It's tough to consistently play great defense. One of them was an overtime game. Um, I don't know. It's just defense is tough. Well, um, the first head coach has already been fired. Shout out to Matt Rule. You did a good job. And you're probably going to go run a you're probably going to go run a college uh, program really well. Yeah, good luck at Oregon. Uncle Tony. State. Yeah. Uncle Tony, is there should another coach be fired? Should I, should I go take a break or No. I I in deference to uh I think the next one fired is Stefanski at the Browns. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> And then, but, and but, then okay. the thing like it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I had to get that in there. You can't fire Nathaniel sorry. Hackett. Do you do you honestly so? <laughs> do you honestly think Nathaniel Hackett should be is the problem in Denver? Should be fired. Yes. Tell me. And, and I'll, and tell me why. I'll tell, tell you me why. why you fire Nathaniel Hackett right now. Why you don't okay. give him two years? Well. First of all, he it, the, that offense has shown no ability to either run the ball or pass the ball. 
Now, if he thought it was his quarterback, he should take his quarterback, put him on IR, and put somebody else in there, and 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 That's let insane. them throw the football. That's insane. No, it's not. It, it's not. But but here's the thing. So it's a square peg in a round hole. Uh, this offense, I, I don't know what happened, but you know, the first two weeks we talked about you know clock management. He fixed it, but he hadn't. He hasn't fixed his ability to throw the ball deep. He hasn't fixed his ability to throw the ball short. He hasn't fixed his ability to run the ball on short yardage. He hasn't fixed his ability to score within the red zone. They are the worst red zone offense in the league but, by far. I mean, and so, so, but he hasn't done anything to fix it. And he's got a defense that is top caliber. And there's extensive money, and there's an opportunity over the next two to three weeks for them to be able to get something in there. And to figure out and be and be viable for a playoff team this year. Now, do I really think it'll happen? Probably not. Because you, wait, you wait, weigh how you much they that, that they could get a new head coach and be a viable playoff team. Yeah. Nah, that's insane. Yeah. That's insanity. <laughs> no, no, that's because no, a new offensive. No. System we already is talked about how we don't like their assistance tone. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've got their offensive philosophy is just it's archaic, and I don't know if. I don't know if Garrett. No, uh, the problem. Jason Garrett the, is calling in plays for him, or what? Yeah, it's he is. Just, he calls him in. Uh, but the problem. So no, the problem is, is they can't throw over the middle, so they can only throw outside, and that I think has a lot to and do those with guys are open over the middle ability to run and get out of the pocket. I just don't think he's able to do what he used he, to be able to do. But I don't think that's really something you can blame a coach that's coached for six weeks in his entire life. Um, I'll, so as I said earlier. Let me, I'll say, as I said earlier, I was heavily invested in Russell Wilson this year in fantasy football. I was a believer. I went over the philosophy that, look, Russell Wilson is moving to Denver after a successful run at Seattle and going to a Super Bowl, very similar to Peyton Manning, coming off of an injury, not, not knowing how he would ever play against, same as Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning went to Denver and got a new philosophy through for, uh, at that time, an NFL record 55 touchdown. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I fell into that. Well, Russ is still in great shape. He's early thirties. He's going to, that's great. Nathaniel Hackett, phenomenal offensive coach. Look what he's done for Aaron Rodgers. And here's what's happening. Good at the beginning of the year. Here's, here's what's, this is literally what happened. And so here on a series of plays in the third quarter against the chargers, here's what happened. They Russell Wilson scrambled to the right and got eight yards and a first down. They called a naked bootleg to the left. He scram- He doesn't scram. It's a, a direct run play. He gets eight yards, slides. It's second and two. They can't get two fucking yards on off-tackle plays, and they have to punt. Or No, they didn't get it. And then, so, yeah, they didn't get a, a second down run play. And then on third down, straight drop back. No play action, no rollout, straight bo- drop back. And as you said, they can't throw down the middle. But he called a down-the-middle play. He's still using an Aaron Rodgers playbook for a guy who's not Aaron Rodgers. There's no imagination there. He's not able to to change his philosophy. So one of two things. He's either got to have a new philosophy, figure it out, or he needs a new quarterback. It's one or the other. I mean, he can't I'm going to just hard disagree with you. I think there's there's some, on, there's some room for it. Like there, there's some room for They've got some growing pains that everybody here is brand new. And the fact that we were saying Super Bowl at the beginning of the year, Kevin, I hate you for that. Um, specifically you. <laughs> specifically, I hate you for that. Um, 
Oh, I hate uh, myself. <laughs> yeah, we we all any of us with money uh, hate that choice. Um, <laughs> no doubt. Should have put on the Vikings. But uh, but but the other thing too is like you you mentioned their red zone offense and. Some of that is like they have just failed, but some of that has been like crazy flukes. Like there have been fumbles. Melvin Gordon fumbles more than he has ever fumbled in his career by like triple right now. Like there's yeah, some like regression right. to the mean that is going to happen. And hopefully it happens soon enough. But like um, <laughs> there, there's a lot of things that it's hard to blame the whole brand new crew for being the the problem within. You know what I mean? I, I, I just don't feel yeah. comfortable saying that like, this is all bad play calling. This is all bad quarterbacking. Like there, there's some been, there've been some bad, bad breaks that have led to them yeah, losing he, games by, I think like less than a, less than a possession every single game. Is that correct? That can't be correct. Yeah, it's been pretty I, close. It's because their defense is so good. I, well, I know that's what I'm saying. Game. So like, so any one difference <laughs> gives them a win in almost every game they play. If not every game. They yeah. Play. Yeah. I, I, you're, you're right. And I, 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 as I said, heavily invested in Russell Wilson uh, this year. I really believe, but I have, have since I've wa- I've really watched him, and I know you do too, LJ. But I've really watched, and and it just seems like to me they can't get on the same page. He's asking Russell Wilson to do things he cannot do. I agree with that, and he cannot fit, and he cannot figure out. And Russell Wilson is a all pro quarterback when you give him things he can do. And well, I mean, that's yet to be maybe it's hard to he give Russell used to Ben and it's hard to say whether he actually is currently. And, and some of that depends on coaching. I, it's also next term, but you, you could be, you could be right. And like I said, Russell could be, he could be hurt. And, and like I said, but I, LJ, I, if you just gave 240 million or 50 million gear or not, like, but you're not, but so that's, that's that. also part of the problem, right? Is that, that uh, Hackett's not making those contract decisions. Uh, somebody that's in the good, front office, patent a fair point is making that's those decisions. So what's he supposed to do? That's what you said. Like put, put your quarterback in the IR. You're fired immediately. If you put Russell Wilson in the IR a hundred percent. Well, if you say he's hurt though, if you if say Russell if he's Wilson hurt. says he's hurt, then Patton and the new ownership, the Waltons, I think the what Waltons you, might listen to you. If yeah, he says he's hurt, but uh, if he says I can play and you put him on the IR, you're, I mean, you're done. You're done. So what needs to happen is one LJ, I'm with you. You you can't fire a coach. That's like the Browns having Belichick sort of situation. Come on. Unless you're willing to go, we just totally fucked the interview up. We he's terrible and he just tricked us. Brian McCarthy does. <laughs> but if, if you're just willing to say he tricked us and we're idiots, we'll fire him. Okay, sure. I think you need to sit down, Hackett and Russell in a yeah. room, and because what's happening is. Russell's trying to play Russell ball and Hackett's trying to play Hackett ball. And y'all are touched on it perfectly. Let's get to a medium. Hackett is a no, well known for being a quarterback, like a, a player's coach, like a quarterback friendly coach. So let's talk. Let's, let's go. What do you like, Russell? Because that was Russell's problem in Seattle was Pete Carroll ball did not mesh with Russell Wilson ball. And when Russell Wilson yeah. kind of became a star, that's when they started bumping heads. They got to sit down in a room and go, what do you want? And then, and then he goes, he tells him, and then Hackett says, here's my philosophy. Let's find a happy medium, and let's make you the best, but also maybe not just drop back and throw it up 50 times a game. When there's this, like, there's this, also this narrative. I'm not of done with being the, the worst teammate in the history of the NFL or something, which well, he it might could be. be true. That easily could be true. Someone's got to talk to him about it. You know what I mean? Like, either it's not true and everybody needs to stop talking about it, or it's totally true. 
and someone needs to stay like because now they're there. People are screenshotting like random pictures where like Mike Boone's looking over towards the bench. And we don't even know if he's actually looking at Russell right. Wilson, but the picture does <laughs> make it look like he's pissed off at Russell Wilson. And so like you do need someone to go, hey Russ, you're you're being a dick yeah. to the teammates. Like you got it. Was like that that, that early the in the season, like you he, are the he makes the whole team yell whether it's a pass or a run play. Like you know, someone's got to talk to him about that. Someone has to talk to him about that. And if you're not willing to. And if that's Nathaniel Hackett's job and he's not doing it, you know, that's you got to be bigger than that. You have to talk to your players no matter maybe, who they are. Maybe Nathaniel Hackett just uh, interviewed himself into a job he's not qualified for. Oh, it's possible. Which, but I think that's kind of the thing is like uh, I do that. I do that with every job I get. What are you talking about? And uh, <laughs> well, maybe not as not maybe not as well as have you. Have you guys followed the story of Jack Easterby, the, the guy who the, the Texans recently got rid of? The no, tell me about it. Oh, no. I've it. heard about it just a little bit. What do you Oh, oh man. So Jack Easterby, when he first started back in 2008, 2009, he was at – where was he? He was the character coach at South Carolina at, the I think, the college. In the media guide, his job was described as – he pulled a straight-up Dwight Schrute. He, his his – his job was described in the in like their media guide as assistant to the director of operations. <laughs> in his next appearance, he had become he had become the so he switched it to be he had uh, he put to the had been dropped and then he put the assistant director of operations. So instead of director of operations, he was the assistant. Uh, and then later it became the assistant director of football operations. Like it. he just slowly dropped, and then all of a sudden. He became. He got hired as the Patriots right after Aaron Hernandez stuff happened, and there's a lot of. Uh, it's they wanted to hire a character guy. On. Yeah, he came in as the team chaplain. Is what he came in as. And the let me Patriots pull, hired pull a notes chaplain? back out here. Anyway, that's he's the team. His his job was to, um, let's see, build character, help with mental health, which is yeah. important, and also he he continually read Bible verses to people. He had Bible studies and Bible verses that he kept. And he was the team chaplain. He was trying to build. But what happened was he built friendships and somehow he got into like Bill Belichick's inner circle. And he parlayed that into a job with the Texans. And he became their like assistant football operations guy. The the article on SI, y'all should go read the article. The, The, an anonymous player said that the game of Thrones, the show game of Thrones Really helped him learn what was going on in the Texans organizations, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this with spoiler right here. If, you, if you've seen Game of Thrones, you're gonna love this next part. If not, skip ahead. Uh, hit skip probably I'll, I'll four times. Skip the next one minute and six seconds if you don't want a Game of Thrones spoiler. They um he likened the individuals in the top of the organization at Houston to the t- to the characters in Game of Thrones. He said the general manager Brian Gain was Rob Stark. He was intended to be the future king of the North, but he was murdered at the end of season three. Gain would be fired after only 17 months. So a quick, quick couple seasons. Then Coach Bill O'Brien was compared to King Joffrey Baratheon, a hot-headed ruler prone to screaming and chopping off heads, but got thrusted into a position of power. O'Brien got into power, as we know, quickly traded DeAndre Hopkins and did all kinds of stuff to alienate the whole program. But then, of course, he also died. King Joffrey got poisoned. <laughs> yep. And then Jack Easterby. Here we have Jack Easterby. Hired as the franchise's executive vice president of team development in 2019, but then quickly rose and 
They compare him to the little finger, <laughs> the nickname of Peter Baelish, a shadowy character, a shadowy and cunning operative who on the TV espoused right or on Game of Thrones figured out a way to get power. That's exactly what Easterby did. He quickly gained power because he was he was friends with Jack McNair, the new owner yep. of the Texans, because his father passed away. Sure, sure. And became like the guy running the Texans. <laughs> and then the Patriots all hate him because he tried to steal people from the Patriots, supposedly allegedly he leaked the Bob Kraft stuff about the, uh, wow. the Florida, the Florida stuff. Interesting. <laughs> and then when they were celebrating their Super Bowl against the, the Rams, Easterby was no longer a part of them, but he went to there and that's when he tried to get Nick Casario to come over to the Texans. And when Nick Casario agreed, they were like, the Patriots called tampering. So they had to do this whole thing. Like we never wanted them. And like, they waited a year. And then the next year Casario came long story short. Wow. I don't know what the hell this Easterby guy does, but he sells himself really well, and people loved him. And now he's been fired. He's been fired. <laughs> it uh, didn't work, as you know, part. with the Texans. Hate that part, obviously. <laughs> the, the little finger of the NFL no longer has a job. No longer has a job. Wow, that is a wild story. There's, there, there will be a 30 for 30 about that. There has to be. I'm there watching needs it. to be. We'll make it. We'll make 29 <laughs> well, for 29. Let's go. That... <laughs> <laughs> that man lost his job, but let's win some money. Let's get okay. some picks here. All right. Let's let's get some MF and picks. All right, so we're gonna start how we typically start, and let's go with our favorite favorite. LJ, you got anyone for us? Uh, Ravens beat the Browns by more than six and a half points. Uh, that feels solid to me. Well, that the way you said it, that's just easy money. Yeah, just go ahead like. and put it down. I don't care if you're going to do anything else with this money. That's free money. Ravens beat the Browns. What was what's the I line? Minus six, six and a half. Yeah. Okay, that's so what I'm saying. Touchdown, that's touchdown. I'll take a touchdown all day. And then, and this is when the Ravens figured out they get back onto our yeah back. We we called them. What'd you say? They're they're actually the third best team in the yeah, NFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're the third best record. They're not the third best team. The Chargers are the third best team, but they will not have the third best record. All right. uh, Tone? Tone, who you got? Who's your favorite favorite? I've got the Ravens. Good point. Well, all right. We got two for two. Yeah. You got got Prestige Worldwide on there? We don't have a a list pick. Yeah. Uh, uh, Prestige has Cowboys minus seven. Cowboys minus seven. That's a good. All right. All I like right. That, well, so actually, yeah, I'm a little worried. I don't know. The Bronco or the Lions are just like a covering machine. That's what they, they do. really they're are. Just, that's they, true. They don't quit and they just cover. Um, favorite, favorite. I am um, going. I know. I know the Big Apple's riding high. I understand the Yankees probably beating the Astro as Astros as I speak right now. But uh-huh. favorite, favorite. I have uh, no, not three Denver. Denver minus one. They're hosting the Jets. The Jets aren't that good. The Jets just aren't that good. Denver's going to, I don't know if they get it right, but they win by more than one. (laughs) Just they win by more than one. They win by two. They win by two whole points. Maybe they get it right. I got Denver as my favorite favorite. And that segues me perfectly into my underdog this week. The Giants. Or wait, hold on. Time out. We'll go and then you throw to LJ who says the Giants are my money line pick. All right, so we're going money line dogs. Giants are your money. So I think I meant to go Jaguars is my favorite favorite, but I like that too. I'm picking the Giants as my money line dogs this week. 
Mm. Mm, I don't know. Giants riding high, and they're going to go in and beat the Jags, who have been disappointing for a little while now. But. Yep, I believe in them. I believe in them. I think I try. Trevor Lawrence has another year before he has like a winning season. Um, and uh, Saquon's going to just win this game all day. Danny Dimes on the money line. No, right, it's not. Tony, what you got? Can, can we be clear? It's not Danny Dimes I'm picking. I'm picking Saquon. <laughs> well, if you're picking the Giants, you're picking Danny Dimes. I'm picking Saquon. I just want to be clear. They're a package deal. <laughs> Who's your, okay, okay, okay. Who was your underdog, uh, LJ? We, we didn't do oh, it. We, we went straight to Moneyline Dog. We're doing Moneyline Dog. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. So who was your Because I kind of screwed up, so LJ helped me with the segue. Yeah. What was your Moneyline Dog? The Giants. I haven't done mine. Oh, yeah, he did, he okay. did Giants. Okay, okay. Yeah, he did Giants. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Who's your Moneyline Dog, Tom? Oh. You know, I I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And I'm glad we're getting your, your full thoughts. And thought about it. I am... Against my better judgment, going to say the uh, Indianapolis Colts minus t- plus two and a half. I was tempted by that one. I was tempted by that one. Colts, sure. I think Taylor's back. They've got a backup now, Deion Jackson. Uh, so I the like Titans the just do that thing where no one talks about them, but they're quietly like third in the AFC right now, in, in yeah. record wise. And I know they I also t- just have a bye. I guess so. Yeah, they, they're coming off a bye. Yeah. The Colts, and I, I know that's that's you don't you're not supposed to do that. Take the underdog against the team that just is coming off a bye at home. But yeah. I uh, <laughs> I'm, all I'm the rules. Everyone the rules is right there. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take him from my money line. All right, all right. I kind of like it actually. Call me crazy. I I think this could be the week where. We start asking, have the wheels fallen completely off? I'm taking the Washington Commies money line at home over the Packers. Wow. New quarterback. Wow. It was all about the quarterback. You got, got Taylor Heineke back there now. I like Heineke's fun. Heineke's like fun. I just wins. want to watch that game. And I'm in. I'm in. Me, I would love that. Give, give it to me. Give me the Commies. Give me the Commies. Um, Let's go Communists. Now we'll go up. What? What did uh what did did we get prestigious money line dog? Uh, prestige money line dog is uh the Jets. Jets just I'm not happy about that choice personally. LJ didn't say whether he agreed or not, but he's not happy. If you want to take points, maybe, but money line, let's let's maybe let's maybe slow down a little bit. All right, and then an underdog to cover LJ. What you got? Uh, I'm not really happy about this. I really don't like any of the underdogs in this, uh, week besides I kind of like the giants, but I went with the bears are getting plus seven Monday nights are weird. These are both more defensive. Now we talked about, we did talk about Belichick went on seven minutes on why the, the, the the bears defense or offense is good. So that just, that just screams like he's going to kill Justin. I know, but that's why I think, I think this is going to be like a, this is going to be like a 12 to 14 game. That's where I'm sticking with. And so plus seven and a half, I'll take the bears. You know, and you might be right, but you know what that game really is to me means a Monday night where I don't necessarily have to watch football. Yeah, no, I think that's true. I think anybody (laughs) watching that Monday night is a nerd. I'm, I'm that nerd. Um, but I mean, I'll probably end up watching it. Don't get me wrong, but hey, you think we could swatch, swap the Monday night game and Thursday night game this week? I would love that. I would actually. much rather watch the Saints that. and Cardinals on Monday night. Yeah, than I would. Yeah, the, 
the the Patriots and, and and Bears just seem much more like a Thursday night game than it. I'll take Monday that night Sunday game. night too. That Sunday night looks pretty fun. Uh, Steelers and Dolphins. That looks like two. Two is coming back. I kind of want to see that game. I don't know about um, Pickett. Um, Uncle Tone, did you did you already give your underdog? No, Falcons six and a half underdogs. I'm oh, ride, you took it from me. I'm gonna ride the Falcons one more week. Uh, I, the team that always covers. Yeah, and and I thought last week, you know, San Francisco was only three point favorites, and I thought, well, gotta go with that. No. <laughs> Covered by 17 points. That's when you're really covering. That's covering. That's covering. That's a king size comforter on a twin size bed. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn here. So my cover, I'll just go ahead and let y'all into the brain of Kevin here. Right, so what I'm thinking, San Fran. Okay. They can San Fran at home, a bounce back game against the Chiefs. Chiefs let down a little bit. Maybe they just got so hyped for the Bills game. There's a letdown. I actually almost made them my money dogs. They could be really pissed off. Well, and that's why I was like, I'm seeing the line I'm seeing, and maybe you are seeing different. I'm seeing two and a half. And at that line, I'm like, well, I'd almost rather just get just take take that dog. Yeah. So the other one I'm also also toying with here. I was thinking Falcons. I like that one. Uh, the Lions. The Lions are a covering team. Plus seven is a lot of points. Plus seven. Okay. Okay. I'm seeing plus seven. Is that what y'all got? Yep. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, that That's a Give weird game. I don't know what's going to happen with a, a great offense that can get shut out um, versus a great defense. Like, that's this is a very weird situation. I... Oh, now I don't All like it anymore. Okay. Now I thought about the Broncos. Or wait. LJ? I want to swap. I want to swap. I want to swap. Give me 49ers. 49ers plus two and a half. All right. Love Jeez, it. Love please. it. That's my dog. Love Holy it. Cow. Making the listeners money right now. 49ers yeah, plus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who are we missing? Are we missing? We didn't get uh, prestige. LJ, right? No, I got. We. I, I went. Uh, what we're doing? Dogs. I went bears. Oh, bears all money. Oh, yeah, night, so you no. went with it. Okay. You talked about Sheesh. it. But that was your bears plus seven. Against the what's Dolphin prestige got? Patriots. Prestige has Giants plus three. Against the Jags, um, I like. I like Giants plus three. I like. That's my so, line, so, can we? I don't know when this comes out, LJ. And it's fine whether or not. Yeah. And maybe this. We'll is talk to the editor, but hopefully this quickly. This isn't pressure on, <laughs> but I. Can now Michaels, will he please get some scoring on Thursday night? Or so I, I, LJ saw me me working out my issues on Twitter. Um, <laughs> every week I'm like, I gotta just bet. When Thursday hits, I'm like, I gotta. After the game, I'm like, I gotta just. It's a lock. Bet the under <laughs> every time because it sucks. Thursday night sucks. Yep. Yeah. And then rolls around. We're we're recording this Wednesday night. I'm looking at I'm looking at the Saints Cardinals and I'm like, forty three and a half. <laughs> kind of like that over. I kind of yeah. like that over. Yeah. You tell me they don't score 43 and a half. Tony, do I just, just hammer the under and call it a quits? I'd hammer the under and call it quits. Yep. Okay. Maybe that's all I need to hear. That's well, I, I will. Hear. Okay, good. <laughs> Shut to it throw down. a wrinkle. Uh, so Marquise Brown is out for the Cardinals, but DeAndre Hopkins is back. And right. big bad Robbie Anderson be his first game as an Arizona Cardinal, too. 
Mm. Well, I don't know how how we're playing this first game, but <laughs> under. 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 I, I will under. be either I, way, we're taking the end. Robbie Anderson's first game is Cardinal. I am gonna take the prop of one or more touchdowns for Robbie Anderson. I'll see how I much I can get on really? that. Really? I'll see how much I can Probably get on plus it. odds. Yeah, yeah. throw too much at that. Yeah, and that'd be yeah. pretty good. That'd be kind of fun. And I don't All know right, who's that? gonna be quarterback in the Saints. I still take the under. <laughs> either way. <laughs> yeah, either way the under. So Let's you know enough of football already. Playoff base it's it's October. Playoffs. Playoff baseball. Playoffs. 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 <laughs> um, Tony, I thought the wild I thought the wild card was really fun. It was fun. I, yes. I, I enjoyed watching the wild card. Yeah, but that same thing is giving me a little slight issue with the divisional round. We saw a one hundred and one, which the, the Mets lost in the wild card, but then you see the Braves and Dodgers losing the divisional round. Uh-huh. And they might for two different reasons. I've seen did they lose because they were rusty because they had to wait on a longer wild card, but also the format in the division is two two one two two and one best of five. If you end up losing one on the road, all of a sudden the lower seeded team has a little bit of advantage. Is there is there an issue with the playoffs? No, no. It, You're fine um, with it. Is the best team advancing though? So what happened? What had happened was what had happened. What had happened? So when uh, the agreement was made to have a wild card series, two out of three, uh, they had to do something to eliminate the travel day in the uh, divisional series because otherwise it's going to get late, right? We're yeah. mid-October and we're in the championship series. The World Series is going to finish and could finish close to November. <laughs> and if it's New York and and Philadelphia, we could be looking at a snow game. So uh, I – they really had to try to to shorten the distance, but it, it, during the series, so they went to the two two one, so they didn't have to have a travel off day. Two one two, you got to have a travel off day, and so uh, they shortened it to that. And of course, rain got the Yankees and the and the Indians, but excuse me, Guardians. Ooh, sorry about that. Whoa, um, where did it drop the Arsler? <laughs> yeah, so that's what that's 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 why you saw the two two one. That's normally not the way they play it. But it does feel like a little bit of a like a tough break for the Braves and Dodgers, yeah. right? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, a tough break. Good luck. Yeah. It's the way baseball is. I don't is. know. You play 162 yeah. effing games. Let's go ahead and play a best of seven. Uh, but well, you can't but if you want, about okay, so like, okay, here, here's the thing. If you, want, if you want the best team to always win it, then you don't want a, a tournament. Period. Like there's there's in basketball. I feel like in the NBA, you usually get the best two teams in the finals. Yeah, and you usually get the best two teams in baseball too. But I think that's kind of the thing is like there's like you used to, you still do, <laughs> you still do. I, I there's so is the best meaning the best record? Because if Kevin, that's the answer, then why do we play tournament games? Why not just let the best record be the winner? So I'll say this: there's a reason. There's it's a hundred hundred sixty two game season. And just because you're the best team between June and July and August does not mean you're the best team in September, October, November. And so what right. happened to Atlanta this year is what they did to the NL's NL uh, teams last year. The Braves were the one of the worst teams in baseball in the middle of the year, and they figured and it they out. Caught fire. And they were the, fat, the hottest teams at the end of the year and, and won. So that happened the opposite this year. And, and that's the Dodgers – should never have lost that series to the Padres, but the Padres have found magic in their bullpen and I love through some guys. Padres baseball. They they're coming out there and they're just throwing 
pitches you shouldn't throw. And it's you can insane. say, well, the Dodgers just forgot how to hit. That's baseball. And mm-hmm. the Padres threw guys at them that they hadn't seen and didn't know what to do and didn't, didn't give them a chance to get settled. There's absolutely no way the Dodgers should have lost that series. But they did. The Dodgers are a better team, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they played ten, if they played ten games, and LJ, I bet I get the Dodgers it, I probably win. I like the Padres too. The Padres are fun. I'm not. I'm well, not like no. mad at the, the Padres. The point won. is, the point is, is like the better team. If you want to make like a, a decade long, like who's the best team of this decade? Sure, you can just like average like like uh, wins and losses. Um, but the deal is, is like the game of baseball seems to be, and I'm not like a big baseball game. Seems to be played as a game of chess at the plate, more or less. And so if you lose that game of chess, you can lose that any day of the week. And uh, so it's not about who's better, but who matches better and whether or not you got the right pitcher against the right batters. And like there's a lot going on and the better team wins each day. But um, that might be not be the better team that was the better team throughout the season. Like there's a lot going on in baseball and there's a reason there's 100. It does. The part that baseball does intrigue me with is one in playoff baseball, like the whole game feels because you you realize there's not like in in football we have these forty seven to forty three like we have these high scoring games at times right. now. Baseball, you still feel like that one at bat that hits a three run home run in the yeah. second inning might be the game winner. That easily could I mean, be unless it. you're it's a like, Cubs fan, and then most of the games seem to be like twenty three to two or something. But <laughs> dude. The tension throughout the entire game is it's hard to yeah. to compare to other leagues. So I'll give that to baseball. The other is it really intrigues me to watch how and you see this in NFL, so this isn't only and it happens in basketball at times, but guys get in basketball guys get hot in a game. So like a shooter gets hot in a game. And in baseball, bats get hot and cold and it lasts a series at times. And it you saw that with the Dodgers. Their bats got cold and all of a sudden they're just like the Padres moving on. I don't know. Is that a difference in the way? I don't know what there, there's a big picture thing, but that is a fun part to me about baseball. Tony is that the bats get cold and you're like, they, they weren't just cold for game one. They might be cold for the series. Yeah. And, it, and all it takes is a few it's games. That, to takes. me, that makes baseball fun. Yeah. And, and so to, to put it in analogy with, with the NFL, the, you don't know because they're never put on the spotlight. The, the, left or right starting guard could go down with an injury. Mm. If that backup right guard or left guard does a great job and that running back still gets 100 yards, you don't really see that in the NFL. But in baseball, if the starting pitcher goes down and you have to rotate up one of the bullpen guys, they're in the spotlight. And all of a sudden it's like, man, what a great job. But they had more depth. And that's what kind of makes it baseball so great. The depth that you have in baseball really matters uh, at more than just about any other sport. And so you saw that with the Padres, the Dodgers, some significant injuries uh, in their uh, starting rotation. We didn't see Kershaw and um, they couldn't recover. The Padres could. And uh, that's what makes baseball great. It's crazy to me the Dod- the, the Padres doing what they're doing. Which I know they they spent some money this year and they yeah. went and got they've already had Machado and they went and got Juan Soto who mm. might be one of if not and the best Bell, player in baseball. Bell's pretty but, solid too. But I mean Tatis is one of those kind of guys. You would typically you go, 
oh, if you lose a guy like that, you're not making a run. And here they are. Mm-hmm. LJ, is that I, I, no one comes to me and you for their their baseball picks, but is that now is that your is that your team? Is that who you're riding? I'm loving with? watching. I'm loving watching San Diego. I think like they 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 seem to be a very emotional team. I feel like what like has been fun about watching these couple of games with the Phillies is the Phillies are a better baseball team. Um, it seems to be in almost every way. But like if the Padres get hot, then uh, they just win that game. They just are going to do it because they're having fun out there. They're playing backyard baseball. Uh, it's just so, yeah, the, the Padres who I'm rooting for for the rest of this tournament, for the rest of the World Series, for sure. The, the Padres this feels the, like a oh, go ahead. Tom. The go Padres ahead. are the best team you've never heard of. Yeah. And they don't get much press. We don't see them here in most of the country. The Padres are the best team you've never heard of. They've been they're a good young team, and they have really bought some talent. And they're really young, and also their uh, <clears throat> their fans are uh, hella fun too. Like they're, they're oh yeah, that's just a fun environment when they play in San Diego for sure. <laughs> the series I can't wait to watch, and and we missed a lot of it tonight. But I'm gonna get to watch this. We just missed game one. Yankees Astros series is going to be fun, yeah. Because those teams genuinely do not like each other, yeah. And they yeah. got some fireworks on that team, on that on those two rosters, and and that's it's interesting because on both sides of this, those were the two best teams in the American League. Period. Uh, you, yeah. you could argue either way. those were the two best teams, and now they're playing. Yeah. So things are that's the way it's supposed to be. And you've got the two not supposed to be the two best teams in the National League, and they're playing. That's what makes baseball great. I'll tell you. I don't know if y'all watched it, but the Astros Mariners game Saturday night, eighteen innings, one Wild. to nothing, Insane. one Insane. to nothing. I've never seen, and and I started watching that in about the eleventh inning, and I watched the whole ball game. It was great. <laughs> I uh, I went to work. such pressure. I went to work in like the fourth inning and came back before the game was over. I mean, it was insane. Yeah. It is nuts. It was, it was nuts. great fun. It was great fun. It was like a cricket match. You go, they were there for like eight hours. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I So my pick, though, is the Yankees. I, yeah, I the feel kind of nasty. I'm, I think I'm rooting for the That's Yankees. Gross. Oh, That's gross. God, That's gross. Mighty. That hurts. That I don't know why. Gross. I kind of like Aaron Judge. I kind of well, like Aaron Judge. Like him, but you don't have to like the Yankees. Jeez, up Pete. Yeah, I, I like I, I like, like Rizzo, Yankees. but go fuck yourself. You're a Yankee. Like <laughs> <laughs> I could not have said it better myself, LJ. That that is well, pretty I'm not much gonna, the way it is. The Padres are probably second. I don't care. Screw Philly. <laughs> I don't like the Eagles. I don't like the Sixers. I don't like the Phillies. Screw them. Uh. I'm not going to – the Astros cheated. Yeah. <laughs> they cheated, so yeah. screw them. The Padres, sure. I'm, I'm cool with that. Padres. So Padres and, and – and But you have no faith. You have no faith in the Padres, so you're picking the Yankees in lieu of that. Yeah. Okay. I'm just right. – yeah. You're, no you're weak. Yankees. You're weak and sad. Okay, cool. The Yankees. <laughs> I've said I have been – and Prestige Worldwide will back this up. I I I have said the Astros are going to win the World Series yeah, from I the beginning of the year. Good I love what set. is it, Jordan Alvarez? That that dude can hit they bombs. Have, they have filled up holes in that in that lineup, and Justin Verlander is is the uh, baseball version of Tom Brady. It's, I was about guy, to say, is that Tom Brady's baseball? I literally just, almost said, is that Tom Brady's baseball? It's just not, and he's got a great, he's got a, a supermodel wife, and you know, well, he's got a, well. Well, yeah, he Tom might need to reach out for advice. I, <laughs> uh, yeah, but what, I, just retire before forty-five. I, I think, yeah, Justin is a maybe a. I, he seems to be 
a nicer guy than Tom Brady. But I don't know either one of them yeah, personally, so I really shouldn't say that. So, I, I uh, but anyway, yeah. But they, man, the Astros. <laughs> actually, actually, that would do wonders. For add us, Tom. Tom. Please add, add us. us, Tom. Add us, <laughs> add us, Tom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, come on, Tom. We're um, with you. We're with you, Tom, all the way. No, nah, go fuck yourself. Whichever um. one, whichever <laughs> one gets you the right like engagement. Let's go. Yeah, Tom. We we got. All a right. Spot well, I you. think that wraps. Wait, wait, can up I say? We, can I say oh. before we wrap up? NHL overtime is awesome. I think NHL fans probably hate it, but this three on three that goes into a shootout is so much fun to watch. Oh my god! Just I haven't seen that sports. yet. That's new this so year. I watched, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched. Uh, it was the Predators versus the Kings, and uh, it was it was a good game. Predators were up two for most of the game, and then the Kings came back and and tied it up. So they went to a three on three sudden death five minute overtime, which is so much fun to watch. Um, and then neither team scored, and then they went into a three shot shootout, and it, it's just fun. Like that was so much fun. I bet hockey fans hate that. it. John Payne, let me know if hockey fans hate this because it feels like it's, but you a, loved yeah, it. it's a different game than hockey is. Like it's like you change the entire sport for like five minutes and then change it again for like shootout. But uh, I loved it. I, I It was so much that fun. So is this cool. is this like the epitome? Uncle Tony, you, we've talked about this at one point, but how do you feel about uh, extra innings in baseball putting a guy on second? Do you hate it? I'm glad they didn't do it in the playoffs. Because we wouldn't have had it. But in general, game. just in general, I don't like, like it. No, I don't like it. So and it's even more I feel so like, like that's for, one of those for two us. innings, you could you put a guy on second, and then for the next few innings, it's like home run derby. You just stop playing baseball. Yeah, something derby. like that, I guess. But it's different. <laughs> Some would say that's the same thing going on with your three on three. Like you stop no, playing high both, now we're doing this. Both teams have the same have the same chance. The thing about putting a runner on second, the home team has a significant advantage true, in that that's situation. True, that's true. That's true. Significant advantage. So. It's fun though, yeah, and the stats proved it out. So yeah. <laughs> it is fun to watch. <laughs> I had a good time. It is fun to watch. <laughs> hey, um, Uncle Tony, we didn't have you uh, last week, I think, to talk about it. But what, 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 uh, what you sipping on there? It looks like I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing maybe a, a mule, Moscow yeah. mule type. Of it is drink. a, it is a Glasgow mule. Glasgow. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm boycotting all things Russian, so uh, <laughs> uh, it's a Glasgow mule, and uh, this one is uh, well. The reason I'm drinking a Glasgow Mule, it's uh, I have. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of ginger beer left over from some wedding that that was here yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks ago. So right. I've got to figure out a way to drink all this ginger beer right. that I've got. But it's a Glasgow Mule, and so it's uh, blended Scotch whiskey, a uh, little Saint Germain, uh, lemon juice, Angostura bitters, and then your uh, ginger beer. And uh, it was uh, uh, thought nice. up by a, on a, a bar in Brooklyn, New York. So. Here's the Cheers. That's Yankees. Great. Yeah. And uh Yo Go Yankees. Go Yankees. <laughs> and so but anyway, but it's it's really tasty because the Saint Germain kind of cuts that uh, Scotch whiskey a little bit, but it's still a smoky a smoky alternative the, to the uh Moscow meal. Love it, love it. There we go. Very there nice. we go. All right. I think that wraps us up for this week. We gave you a bunch of winners. We pretty yeah. much told you how the Easy. NFL season's going to end. We, I mean, this was a great podcast. Yeah, great tonight. podcast. I mean, we what, just what else? What else would you expect? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, true. That's what that's what you come to the JPP. That's for. what the Swedes are right. listening for. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That'll do it. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, and we also have a website, justforsplaypod.com. Can Tom Brady check us replies, out? You know, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Tom, Tom, please ask. <laughs> please. <laughs> 
Don't want to sound like I'm begging. But. <laughs> All right, that'll do it, guys. I'll catch y'all later. Peace out. Day is here already. I love the commish hat. That's a good hat. <laughs> commish. Oh. Yeah. Courtesy of, I'm guessing it was one of the people, Tony, Pops, or Keith, or somebody, because I might have been from the same class. But I this. That's dope. That's dope. I'm 100% because I'm going to watch football with some of the boys. Uh, hell so yeah. definitely walking in with that hat on. Hell yeah. Yeah. So in the liner notes, it's a shout out to Snowflake uh, for making these awesome commish hats. So. <laughs> Snowflake, you listen. So what's what's on the door. side there? What's on the side? Uh, Dave Other Buster's. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Wait, so are they from Dave and Buster's? Or are they from- yeah, so here's a whole story, right? So uh, Snowflake, uh, a.k.a. Roger Dumore, a.k.a. Casey. Uh, anyway, we'll leave his last name out. So he works for a printing company, and the printing company does all the stuff for... Uh, we'll bleep that out. Yeah. Uh, the printing company does all the stuff for uh, Dave and Buster's, and um, and so they make these draft kits for Dave and Buster's and send them all over the country. And so he, uh, a few got set aside, shall we say? And um, we got these. We got these. Yeah. These That's really cool. Good That's cool. Yeah. I got a text when they were getting ready to leave. I think, and, or it was like the last day they were there. And I think Lip was like, "Would you, would you want one of these hats?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, I'll take one of those hats. I'm the Commission Molly." So. That's right. That's right. There you go. No doubt. For the listeners, Leave if no this doubt. gets in, I think we'll find we might find a way to get this in at the end. But if it does get in, for the listeners out there, it's your normal hat says Commission, but it's a good brand of hat. It's a solid. It's a solid it's hat. A good looking hat. I'm it's the Commission my life, and I didn't get that offer, so I might need to talk to Pops. <laughs> All right, y'all ready to roll? Let's Let's do it. Let's do it.